and happy Wednesday. This is a single mom of purpose. I am coming back on as promised to continue our book discussion on destroying the spirit of rejection, receive love and acceptance and find healing by John Eckhart. And we are in chapter seven. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pray really quickly. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, on this evening, Lord God. I pray for each and every one that will listen to this podcast, Father God. I pray that it blesses them, Father God. I pray that it gives them comfort in knowing that they are not alone, Father God, and we are in this together. We were, we are going to be healed and delivered from the spirit of rejection and everything that goes hand in hand with it, Lord God. We are going to be set free in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and get into chapter 7. This is a big chapter. So I'm going to jump around, but I want to give you, still give you guys the important parts that I found in here. And and it's a lot. So let's go right in. So again, chapter 7, the spirit of infirmity. A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Proverbs 17, 22. Pastor Chris Simpson of New Wine Media teaches on the effects that rejection can have on a person's physical health. He says, did you know that rejection can affect you physically? It can dry up your bones. Generally, it's the internalizers that tend to get sick from their rejection. Why is that? It's because rejection often produces anger. And you have to do something with your anger. If you bury it inside, it'll find a way to the surface. If you live in denial concerning your anger, then you'll be resentful and bitter. These attitudes can bring physical problems. I've often seen people healed on the spot when they forgave those that had hurt them, and when they renounced the bitterness and resentment in their heart. It's amazing how quickly the Holy Spirit will heal and bring life to the dried bones. Many sicknesses and physical maladies tend to be rooted in rejection and bitterness. Skin problems, headaches, allergies, neck or back aches, stiffness of joints, arthritis, pains, stress, nervousness, and various diseases. Though I covered this discussion in my book, Unshakable, I believe that a link between rejection and the spirit of infirmity is too important not to include here again. Certain illnesses and disorders have direct links to various manifestations of rejection, whether it be self-rejection, fear, shame, bitterness, resentment, perversion, or unforgiveness. How you receive spiritual healing in your body is related to how you dealt with rejection. Even though I am approaching this topic from a spiritual perspective, I want to make it clear that illness is not always demonic. Germs, viruses, and bacteria have legitimate physical impact on our bodies. But we need to be able to discern when an illness is a spiritual attack. 
there comes a point when we cannot ignore the spiritual roots to some of our physical ailments. When our sickness is strictly physical, physical treatments bring healing and relief. When our sicknesses are spiritual in nature, only deliverance will bring complete healing. I want to make sure I draw a clear distinction between physical illness and illness brought on by spiritual oppression. For example, you may know someone who is always sick. They are always sneezing, coughing, wheezing, and going to the doctor for antibiotics. It is likely that they have a weakened immune system. It could be viral or bacterial, something that is medically diagnosed. But why has their immune system become so compromised? Why are, they, why are they not able to fight off infections, germs, or viruses like other people? As I will show in this chapter, self-rejection, guilt, and unforgiveness are common spiritual problems that keep people tormented with sickness and disease. Even the medical community is discovering the correlation. Neither science nor medicine is our enemy. There are doctors who have wisdom and a gift to help and heal, but there are some things they just can't treat. And when you have been plagued with illness, you are not just interested in treating the symptoms. Much of what is called medicine today is simply about prescribing drugs that don't get to the root problem. They just minimize the symptoms. Doctors are not trained to diagnose illnesses with deep spiritual roots. But we know who is, and he has given us the blessing of deliverance ministry to heal us from mind, body, and spirit. Isaiah 53, 3-5 He carried our sickness and disease. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Through an in-depth study of Matthew 8:17, which references the above passage, I have come to understand that griefs and sorrows in this verse literally mean sickness and disease. Matthew quotes the prophet Isaiah saying, When the evening came, they brought to him many who were possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all who were sick to fulfill that was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Verses 16 through 17. As I will point out later, one of the main strategies for destroying the spirit of rejection is a revelation of Christ's rejection. Isaiah brings it up in Isaiah 53, 3 through 5 as there is a connection between Jesus' rejection and his carrying of our griefs and sorrows, sicknesses and infirmities. We will find rejection at the root of most of the sorrow and grief we experience. 
Rejection is also the root cause of much sickness and infirmity. Rejection is one of the worst things the enemy can cause to happen in a person's life. It opens him or her up to so much. Authors and deliverance pioneers Noel and Phil Gibson wrote a book many years ago that I believe is one of the best resources on the spirit of rejection. It is called Excuse Me, Your Rejection is Showing. In the book, they refer to rejection as a masterpiece of Satan. He uses rejection to try to destroy everyone who comes into the world. Rejection functions as a doorkeeper, usher to the demonic world. It is a root problem, a root demon. As I already have stated, when it comes to deliverance, you have to get to the root. The axe is laid to the root, Matthew 3.10, Luke 3.9. You can break branches off, you can break symptoms off, but unless you go to the root and pull it up from there, it grows back like a weed. Okay, I'm going to take a pause right here, and I want to share something, okay, that I um, spoke into the atmosphere today. I spoke it, okay, and I wrote it down. I made the statement and I spoke it into existence rejected no more rejected no more so many of us have allowed myself included have the way that people have rejected us get to us so I said rejected no more I don't care who rejects me anymore I don't care about it anymore because I've been called and chosen by God. That's all that matters. God has called me. God has chosen me. I'm his. I'm his daughter. I'm his child. Okay? He accepts me. So whoever rejects me, they are rejecting God. Because if he sends me somewhere and they don't accept what I've been sent there to do or sent there to help do or just to whatever I'm there to do, if they reject me, they're rejecting God. So I have, I've spoke that and I'm believing that from this day forward. We're going to continue this book. Okay, but right now I'm already accepting now I'm getting free from this. Rejection is not going to control me anymore. Rejection is not going to control you anymore. Let's continue. Okay, deliverance gets to the root of disease psychiatrists may get into some of the psychological issues of why a person is suffering with a disease or illness if they are not believers they won't seek to access the spiritual state of a person and that's why i'm going to tell you christian counselors are highly recommended they're necessary because they should be, they better be a believer. If you're going to be doing Christian counseling, you better know God. You better be in tune with the Holy Spirit, okay? But deliverance is a ministry that is designed to get to root problems. The problem with roots is that you can't see them with the natural eye. They are often hidden underground only to be discerned by the Spirit of God. Many medical professionals are just now beginning to accept that there is such a strong link between the health of our spirits and the health of our bodies and minds. 
the bible says in 3 john second chapter beloved i pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health even as your soul is well unless you understand deliverance in the spirit realm you won't be able to diagnose what you or the people around you are dealing with you may think that you have to accept us trying to get over your sickness by faith then you will remain ill you may feel condemnation because you believe that your lack of faith is keeping you sick there are some cases where a person's level of faith plays a major part of their deliverance and healing but you need a full understanding of God's deliverance to deal with the root problem, which is demons. And a lot of people don't believe in demons. They don't believe that we are fighting an, an, an enemy that is not flesh. Okay? So that's why a lot of people in the church, outside the church, can't get healed or delivered because the people who are supposed to know this stuff... And because they're supposed to read the Bible, they're supposed to practice what they preach, but they don't preach on this kind of stuff, so they can't go out there and get anyone healed and delivered. And that's just my take on it. Okay, um, let me see. Let us continue. Let's see. There is an old debate that pops up every so often about whether or not Christians have demons. The answer is yes, they can. A person is made up of three parts spirit soul and body the holy spirit dwells in the spirit part of man demons take up residence in the soul the soul contains the mind will and emotions demons occupancy in this area of a person is why the bible says that our minds have to be renewed look at jesus Look at Jesus. You do not have to be tormented. Matthew 18, 32, 35. Then our master, after he had summoned him, said to him, O you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? His master was angry and delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to each of you if from your heart you do not forgive your brother for his trespasses. Tormentors represent demons. So we often need healing from the root of bitterness that stems from being rejected and that keeps us from extending forgiveness. This forgiveness is a gift of God. But because many people would not forgive, they have been turned over to the tormentors of sickness and disease. Bitterness and unforgiveness are killing you. The, re the connection between rejection, rebellion, and bitterness to physical and psychological illness is not new in deliverance ministry. In the medical field, it is becoming more and more recognized as a legitimate link. But what is good 
is that for those who need it, there is a growing library of research proving the connection between rejection and physical diseases and illnesses. Rejection, bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness open the door for arthritis, cancer, autoimmune disorders, and many other ailments. But in my almost 40 years in deliverance ministry, two of the main health problems I've recognized in people who are bitter are cancer and arthritis. I am not saying that everyone who has these diseases is dealing with bitterness, rejection, or any other demons. I am saying that these spiritual issues could be a root cause. The Spirit of God has revealed to us such connections and we have been and we have seen people heal from these diseases during deliverance ministry excuse me if i could read right excuse me anger and rage both rooted in bitterness have pronounced effects on the autonomic nervous system and the immune system Your immune system, of course, is what protects you from disease and sickness. When your immune system is not working properly, you have increased chances to get sick. When you are full of anger, rage, or fear, the adrenaline level in your blood is increased, which gets your body ready to fight or run. This is known as a fight or flight syndrome. In this state, your immune response is low. If this reaction remains engaged over long periods of time, you can become ill. Being wound up with anger, fear, and even stress is a normal everyday occurrence for many people in society, yet this is a destructive place to be. Bitterness, unforgiveness, and self-rejection are the spiritual roots behind these diseases. Autoimmune responses occur when you become allergic to certain parts of your own body. This is when your own body turns on itself and attacks itself with diseases such as arthritis, fibromyalgia, lupus, certain heart issues, some cancers, type 1 diabetes, and various allergies. These are what were previously called collagen diseases and are now called autoimmune diseases. The root of bitterness stems from repressed anger and rage, and there is usually a root of unforgiveness, which can be pointed towards yourself, others, or God. Rejection opens the door to all spiritual roots that you see here. I have categorized the various infirmities by common issues that occur in the body. The list is not exhaustive, and I am not attempting to give medical advice or a diagnosis. This information is for you to take before the Lord and seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit concerning how your or a loved one's body may be affected by spirits that operate within the rejection family of demons. Okay, and there are a lot that he has listed, so let me see if I can go through some of these. Okay, spirit of rejection meets spirit of infirmity. So the infirmities for heart issues are heart attack, heart blockage, a regular heartbeat, pain in the chest, breastbone pain, and cardiac arrest. The spiritual roots are fear and doubt, aneurysms and strokes, ruptured blood vessels, 
spiritual roots are rage anger hostility self-rejection and bitterness angio let me spell it out a-n-g-i-n-a and then high blood pressure the spiritual roots are fear stress anxiety paranoia and anger um also heart issues cholesterol problems is the infirmity spiritual roots anger paranoia fear withholding inadequacy and significance sorrow anger self <coughs> sorry um self lord d-e-p-r-e-c-a-t-i-o-n i don't know how to pronounce that word sorry constantly putting down oneself cognitive heart failure fear anxiety bitterness self-rejection uh, has diagnostic issues in here colon cancer Crohn's disease and anorexia and some of the um, spiritual roots are self-hatred self-rejection lack of self-esteem abandonment rejection bitterness stress anxiety then it goes down to immune and auto autoimmune disorders um, diabetes multiple sclerosis arthritis lupus thyroid disorders diabetes and some of the same spiritual roots um self-hatred self-guilt self-rejection dissatisfaction rejection from a father husband or a man abandonment um colds flu viruses leukemia allergies um, lack of forgiveness deep-rooted bitterness skin issues muscular issues brain nervous sensory disorders so let me uh, say some of these is ear issues, multiple sclerosis, and eye problems. And they're saying that uh, spiritual roots can be witchcraft, deep self-hatred, or grief. Um, reproductive issues, breast, ovarian, prostate, or uterine cancers can be coming from spiritual roots, anger, guilt, self-rejection, promiscuity, uncleanness, self-hatred, Bone diseases and disorders, osteoporosis, bitterness, envy, jealousy, rheumatoid arthritis, bitterness, unforgiveness, stress, fear, doesn't want to face self-conflict. Okay, so moving on from there, got a, oh, a few more pages here. Um, revelation of healing at Mara. God is a physician. He wants to put us back together again so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Living life broken down by rejection is not what he wants for you. He doesn't want you to have to carry all your hurts throughout life. He wants to sweeten the bitter places in your life just as he did for the people of Israel at Marah. And uh, Exodus 15, 23, 26 says this. When they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara. So the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he had thrown it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and there he tested them. He said, If you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes 
I will not afflict you with any of the diseases with which I have afflicted the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. This is the place where God first reveals himself to his people as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. This is a place where the Lord also draws the parallel between bitterness and healing. The name Mara means bitter and refers to the bitter spring or pool of water that the people of Israel encountered after their exodus from Egypt. The word Mara used throughout the Old Testament means bitter, change, be disobedient, disobey, grievously, provocation, provoking. Going for, further, it is used in causative connotation to make bitter, to cause to prevail, to provoke. Then figuratively, figuratively, it means to resist, to rebel. In order to heal the waters of Mara, God instructed Moses to throw a tree into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. Exodus 15, 20-25 The tree represents Jesus Christ in his cross. So whatever you are dealing with in life, whatever its rejection, hurt, or bitterness, you can be healed, restored, and made whole. The redemption accomplished at the cross sweetens the waters. The tree in the form of a cross upon which Christ was hung sweetens the life of every person who accepts his sacrifice. Through salvation, which includes deliverance from bitterness, anger, resentment, rejection, pride, and rebellion, life becomes sweet. That's what deliverance is all about. Deliverance is salvation. Deliverance is healing. Deliverance is restoration. God wants you whole. God doesn't want you living life messed up. Jesus saves, heals, delivers, restores, and makes whole. Okay. So then it is no wonder that God in his great love for us all reveals himself to the people of Israel as their healer at the bitter waters of Marah. Bitterness and healing go hand in hand. Israel had just come out of Egypt out of 400 years of bondage. When you've been in bondage that long, there's a great chance that you will harbor unforgiveness and bitterness toward the people who put you in bondage. But God will bear your bitterness and give you something sweet in exchange. Joy for sorrow, beauty for ashes. Forgive by faith. There are some hurts, some situations in your life that are not easy to forgive, let go of, and move on from. But this is exactly what you have to do in order to break rejection's destructive cycle in your life. When you stubbornly refuse to let someone go, you refuse to release them and forgive them, saying, I'll never forget that person. I will always hate him. I will not release it. I'll not let it go. You don't know what happened to me. You don't know what he did to me. I have a right to hold on to this. I have a right to be angry. I have a right to be upset with this individual. I will not forgive him. This means you are choosing to stubbornly hold on to unforgiveness. The Bible says stubbornness is an iniquity and an idolatry. 1 Samuel 15, 23. God's command is to forgive. Release guilt and shame. 
Guilt is the root of countless diseases and unhappiness. You may have noticed that it showed up more than once in the spirit of rejection means spirit of infirmity. self-esteem and feelings of inferiority low class bottom of the barrel always last place insecure never good enough guilt is a terrible demon if you know you harbor feelings of guilt shame regret or worthlessness you need to get delivered ask God to forgive you and ask the people you you may have hurt to forgive you but the most important thing you need to do to experience complete victory in this area is to forgive yourself. This is the hardest part of, for many people. They believe God forgives them and other people forgive them, but they can't forgive themselves. This is the point where you take on righteousness of Christ by faith and by decision first, confessing it daily if you have to until, it, until you truly accept it. Almost done, you guys. Almost done. Let's see. The Bible says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. 3 John chapter 2. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. If your soul is not healthy and you are overcome with hurt, shame, guilt, fear, rejection, your body will eventually be affected. It doesn't always happen overnight. The longer you carry these things, the more damage they do. Self-rejection, self-pity, self-bitterness, and self-hatred also showed up often in the list of spiritual roots above. Some people think these spirits aren't as bad as a demon like lust. But the thing is, they can do just as much damage to your life as lust. Self-rejection, self-pity, and self-hatred may not always manifest as moral sins such as lust, fornication, idolatry, or homosexuality. We tend to see moral demons as the worst kind. When people confess that they are struggling with these self-directed issues, we just pat the person on the back and tell them, just hang in there, everything will be alright. We pet those demons, but these are the kind that cause individuals to destroy themselves. We need to take them seriously and be set free. For some issues such as cancer, arthritis, type 1 diabetes, and certain heart conditions, we find that the body is attacking itself, and we have uncovered spiritual reasons why it would do this. There is still a lot, of even, there is still a lot that even doctors are learning concerning this connection. There are many illnesses such as autoimmune disease that are hard to find a physical cause for. Sometimes people go their whole lives with no diagnosis. What doctors and scientific research are discovering is a link between the spirit, mind, and body in many of these cases. Common issues such as repressed anger, unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, guilt, shame, fear, insecurity, trauma, abuse, and identity issues are being listed as casual factors in many diseases that doctors had in the past found difficult 
afflicted in no century. Every sickness and disease was not covered in this chapter. But what I hope you are able to get some help with is being able to uncover root issues of bigger health issues more common to us all. God will give you grace to discern specific issues and he will give you revelation by his spirit for how to be set free from any demonic spirit that threatens you. Psalm 144 verse 1 says that he prepares our hands for war. In other words, he provides us all that we need to win the battles we face. Okay, you guys, that was chapter 7. Okay, the spirit of infirmity. Okay, so we have work to do because if this spirit of rejection is causing us to be sick, is causing us to deal with diseases, is causing us to have this spirit of infirmity, this is something that we have to work on as well, okay? So, I gave you the list of things in there. If you deal with any of these things and you have not got the actual cause for it, the doctor says, oh, you have this, but we don't know where it's coming from, it is time to go before God and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and get some healing and deliverance. Get the root cause of this stuff. If it's rejection, if it's something else, figure it out. That's what we have to do. Okay, so that was chapter seven. I will be back on before the end of this week prayerfully and give you guys chapter eight. And let me tell you what chapter eight the title is so you guys can be looking forward to that. Chapter 8, Rejection Must Go. Rejection Must Go. Okay? So I keep telling you guys, each chapter gets better and better. Okay? We are breaking free from the spirit of rejection and everything else that is branching out from it. Whatever is connected to the spirit of rejection, we are getting rid of it. Okay? We are going to dismantle this thing so we can be free. Okay? So thank you for listening. Again, this is a single mom of purpose. I am on Instagram. Okay, you can check out my website, www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. I'm a self-published author. You can find all my books on Amazon. I have a Facebook group for Kingdom Women called Kingdom Girls. Okay, this is my podcast. I'm excited every time I get to come out here and share something with you guys I'm excited to get through this book because I know before we get to chapter 12 we're going to start feeling better about ourselves and dealing with the spirit of rejection I share with you what I had said today it's all in the atmosphere it's going to be done rejected no more okay we are not going to have to deal with the spirit of rejection anymore. Whatever else comes with it, we're breaking it down. We're getting rid of it. Okay? We are moving on from this. Okay? So again, I will be back to continue the discussion on destroying the spirit of rejection, receive love and acceptance and find healing. The book is by John Eckhart. If you don't have the book and you want to just have it in your possession so you can see everything I've been sharing with you guys, get this book get the book please okay this book is amazing i'm telling you 
So have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Um, and just get excited about getting free from this. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.